What's up, guys? We are Alright Potatoes. If you don't listen to this podcast, you die just like your mother. Oh, that's a little aggressive, Jesus dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your host, James. And we are the Ripe Potatoes. Potatoes. Uh, coming at you hot with the new episode. We're back again with our actual routine. It's been right, a it's, it's been a little bit, guys. It feels weird getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't know what to even uh, put down on paper. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this week, if you couldn't tell from that sick fucking intro, we are covering the new movie Scream. <laughs> Attacks were all on people related to the original killers. Whatever his link is to our past, it's pulled us all back here. And I won't sleep until he's in the ground. Pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> Scream was released on January 14th of 2022 and was directed by Matt, was it Bettinelli Olfin and Tyler Gillett. Uh, the film had a budget of $24 million and went on, uh, and on its release weekend it made $30.6 million so far. The Scream, or The Scream, Scream stars Jenna Ortega, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Melissa Barrera, Courtney Cox, Dylan... Minette, Jack Quaid, Mickey Madsen, and Mason Gooding. Beautiful. Yeah. Which, uh, this is opening weekend that we're recording this. It is, so surprisingly. It's crazy. that At least it made its money back in the first weekend it was released. Right. Nostalgia, baby. Anyway, here's a quick synopsis for you fools who uh, hopefully have seen it. Because if not, this is going to be very spoiler-filled. Yeah, so ruin it for you. Get ready. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Ooh, that synopsis sounds like every synopsis of every movie ever made. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The statistics are the tomato meter gave it a 75%, average rating of 6.7 out of 10, total ratings of 190. Uh, 140 fresh, uh, 47 rotten. The audience gave it an 85%, average rating of 4.2 out of 5 stars. The total ratings are more than 1,000, the difference only being 10%, but that's still enough for us to fucking jump in there. Amen, baby. Uh, IMDb gave it a 7.4 out of 10, Letterboxd gave it a 3.7 out of 5, and 89% of Google users like this film. Ooh, that's me. I'm Google yeah. users. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so beef. Before we even jump into this thing, what would you score the film? I said, before we recorded, I said 87, but it might, okay. throughout this review, it might go up, but 87 okay. at the beginning. Which, when I had first rated this, Taylor had asked me, I said an 85%, because mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I really liked it. There's only a couple things that I didn't like in the film, Yeah. Um, but it was very rare. So, I love this film, and I love Scream. I, I like to talk about Scream a lot now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because it's just been, it's one of those things that I don't realize that I liked it so much until we rewatched number one. Same. And it's fire. Well worthy of uh, a Tater review. Oh, yeah. Anyway, jumping straight into it, here are the Critics Positive Reviews. Critics Positive Reviews. What's always set 
the Scream series apart from the other slashers is the writing. 2022 Scream has a clever, quotable screenplay that evokes Williamson's wit but can't quite match his Scream scripts for invention. Okay, whatever. I don't know exactly what that means, but... Uh, Maybe it being the first on what it was, like a meta-commentary on the slasher genre. Okay, okay, which... The first film was fantastic because you didn't have all this uh, other bullshit from the second, third movie. You know, you yeah. didn't have the stab movie. It set the that... precedent for all the movies. Correct, which is phenomenal. Um, okay, number two. It's nothing too new, but it's, it is the whole delightfully scary package for fans of one of horror's best franchises. Okay, I, I agree with that. Scream is largely a lot of fun, filled with the meta-commentary, one-liners, and multiple stab wounds of its predecessors. Yo, this one, like... I like this one because of the how the ferocity of his killings. Agreed. How it's just not it's not like a simple Michael Myers stab and go. It's like he's fucking getting it. Yeah. <laughs> like every kill he gets. Straight, I I agree with that. Um obviously spoilers guys if you are still here then you are asking for spoilers. So like the one that sets it apart for me was um when the cop gets killed. Oh, yeah. When she's, like, heading back, she's like, no, don't kill my boy or whatever, and it's broad fucking daylight. I know, here. right? She's running up to her house, and then he's just like, blah, 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 fucks her up. And then I love how in 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 the house, right, um, her son's still in there, and he's one of the teens, obviously, that mm-hmm. were mentioned. And uh, you get set up for, like, oh, Ghostface is going to be there. Oh, Ghostface is going to be there, and they they, they fake you out, dude. Three times. (laughs) And then then he shows up and then just slowly pushes the neck into, or the neck. He pushes the knife into the fucking kid's neck, dude, just slowly and watches him fucking bleed out. That was tough. And it's not like, it wasn't just like in the middle of the neck, it was like to the side. Yeah. Like, so could you see it like, like a, like an inch of skin and then the knife come back out? And I was like, ugh. It's not really tight. But, uh,. I would agree. He was very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> the dude, just the so the first one. Let's talk about the first uh, attempted killing, right? Mm-hmm. So when he smashes her fucking ankle. Oh yeah. Dude, gnarly. That was fucking tight. Anyway, I just wanted that part. To, like, I would agree with you. That part made me jump. There was like four or five times I jumped in this movie, and that was the the first time. Was like, like, oh shit! Just when he came out of the dark, like behind her. Yeah. And he's like. So do you think I made it inside the house before you locked the door? Dude. I was like, oh. Which, so, Ghostface has always been quotable with that shit. Obviously, if you heard our intro, right? Mm -hmm. If you hang up, I'm going to gut you just like your mother. What was it? You'll die just like your mother. Fuck. Dude, so good. And it, I I like how it set it up almost as it was like a remaking of the first one. Yeah. Right? But it's a modern day, and it's hella funny, first of all. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, she's trying to lock the door from her phone. It's like door is locked and then he's just unlocking it like <laughs> fucking with her oh it's so good um all right well keep going number four <laughs> while january is typically a dumping ground for afterthought cinema scream is an unexpectedly delightful experience that should easily please most franchise fans true agreed we were uh we were kind of worried about that yeah because we knew that the shitty movies usually come out on mm-hmm. january or in january uh, number five, Scream is extremely self-referential of its own history and the and the wider horror universe. The film seamlessly adds Easter eggs regarding unanswered plot points and callbacks to previous movies without alienating franchise newcomers. For Wes. Hashtag yep. for Wes. So uh, that's true. And I love the fact they're like talking about... Because um, obviously, if you've seen the movies, hopefully you have, um, Stab is the movie that was made... 
per the events in the first movie. Yeah, it's their in-universe movie of Scream. <laughs> yeah, well, where I loved it is they were making jokes about it. They're like, oh, yeah, Stab 5 was the worst in the franchise, and it fucking started going downhill from there, which oh, yeah. this is the fifth fucking technically Stab movie. Uh-huh. So it was like, ah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> so... um I, I enjoyed that humor, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, the callbacks and them clowning on themselves. Like, oh, yeah, the last movie was dog shit or whatever. <laughs> so, that was fantastic, in yeah. my opinion. Had a good time. All right, let's go to the Critics Negative Reviews. Critics Negative Reviews. If Scream is intended to restart the franchise, things are off to a rocky start. Which this one is not. No, it's... It, like uh, any other horror movie reboot, it just needs to go back to basics, like... 2018 Halloween, you don't need, pretty much, if you're a fan, you know what's, you know what the, what is it, the, not the Bedrock, yeah, pretty much the Bedrock of what mm-hmm. it is, and so you just need to go from there, build off of that, the foundation, there we go, yeah, that's the thing yeah. I was looking for. Agreed. So this one, I think, uh, this is one of those things, it's like a callback to the original in order to end it, Yeah. essentially, is all it is, um, which is, I think it, it was a great, great, um, way to do the film uh-huh. because obviously that main cast is fucking solid so i don't know yeah i think it's definitely not a restart so you reviewing this is just garbage <laughs> uh this new scream is so determined to be to be a scream movie that it forgets the primary unstated rule established by the original scream you can sell anything to us as long as you make it scary which like you're saying there was a couple of fucking pretty scary scenes yeah dude. pretty made me jump I like the hospital. The hospital? I was like... My one but, thing I was like, does no one work in this that, fucking okay, hospital? Okay, you, you're, <laughs> I literally said that too to Taylor. I like leaned over and I'm like, why is nobody in the fucking hospital? And there's like just one security guard? Middle of the day. Yeah. And then next scene, there's it's full, busy, and I'm like, oh no, everyone fucking... Is that work now? <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? That was one of my few gripes yeah, with the film, like, but... Does no one fucking work in this hospital? It was cheesy, but yeah, if you're in the moment, you don't necessarily think about those things, yeah. but... Your tater boys do. So uh, I think about it. I'm just what's like, up? Who's gotcha. who did this? <laughs> who's it? Who who baby is this? Who there? Who there? Who's white baby is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scream is Scream has evolved from a semi satirical but mostly earnest slasher that has defined the genre into an on screen memorial for beloved characters who should be put out to pasture or at the very least allowed to enjoy their fictional lives in peace. Huh. Okay. It was a lot of words. Yeah, it was, but... Uh, <laughs> None of them make sense to I don't me. know. Yeah. I think they're saying that, like, oh, they already they already made the films what they are, and it should just be laid oh, to fucking more. rest. Yeah, but... Nope, I like this one. Yeah. I like this one better than 4, so... I, I, I'm glad they remade it. I've seen it. 4 once in the theater. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember one scene, I believe... I believe it was number four, don't quote me, but uh, somebody ends up getting stabbed just straight in the fucking forehead, dude. Really? Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but somebody gets stabbed in the fucking forehead, I was like, yeah, that's tight. I just remember the twist ending. What's before. a twist? What a twist. I just remember the, the ending where homegirl was just like, well, that sucks that so-and-so died, and it was like, how do you know that you weren't there? And then that's when they realized, like, it's uh, her! Uh, wasn't it? Was that the sister one? No, I have no idea. Okay, we won't talk. I'm not going to talk about it like I fucking have a huge understanding of it because it's literally. I, last time I saw it was when it came out in 2011. In 2011 yeah, yep. so ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking. 
I'm good. <laughs> In and out of my head if I didn't give a fuck about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, at, it's at a certain point toward the finale that Scream... Well, it's at a certain point that towards the finale that this Scream becomes almost dreadly repetitious. Repetitious? 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 Oedipus Complex? Repetitious for sure. As the reboot culture that it skewers. Huh. Okay, whatever. It's just saying, yeah, it's the same thing at the end, which, I mean, yeah, you... It's Crystal Pepsi. I like that. Signals we've moved into a new era where legacy sequels a bit in a bit to keep the wolf... Of audience weariness from the door of indifference refer to their conception while sticking to the strategy point for point. This, as Scream 22 notes, is fooling no one. Okay, well, I don't think it's the same exact thing. I do love, like, how they're trying to piece together, like, who it is. They're like, oh, well, this person is this, and how do I know I can trust you? I like how they use that as an ongoing joke through the whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, how do I know you're not the killer? Like, especially when they're about to bang. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, you don't. Oh, yeah. When so he's, he's like, like oh, hey, um... hey, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, what if you're the killer? <laughs> and I, I don't know. Maybe Max is like, you should have, you're right. Yeah. Like, what if I'm, I'd, I'd go like, what if I'm the killer? Yeah. And then like, wait, you're the killer. I'm not saying I am, but like, we don't know if each other yeah. is or isn't. So. But then she got hella saying. mad because she hella wanted to bang, dude. Yeah, I know. And then he was just like, nah, man, the big head's thinking right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> Which is okay with us. Yeah. You know what else is okay with us? Sponsors. Be right back. What's up, taters and tots? This is Steven from the Ripe Potatoes, of course, because that's what you're listening to. Coming to talk to you about White Raven Body Co. White Raven Body Co. is a handcrafted skincare using natural ingredients. It's small batch produced body butters. Great for all skin types and especially sensitive skins. They help reduce and prevent stretch marks. We all know these past couple of years have been rough, but hey, why not give the gift of love and self-care? And just remember, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. This would be a perfect gift to get any of your loved ones you got to do something guys and it's made domestically so go out support a small business you can check them out on instagram at white raven body co or you can check them out on their website at www.whiteravenbodyco.com thanks taters and tots welcome back mother flipping nerds or taters and tots whatever you want to be called um, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into the audience positive reviews. Audience positive reviews. Number one, nothing can compare the original, but I love the nostalgia of this with all the returning cast. So fun. Yes. Agreed. We all like that. Number two, I love the others. Well, just liked the third, and this was really good. Almost gave it five stars, but lost it for the lack of body count. <laughs> mm. I mean... Well, in the first one didn't have a high body count, did it? Yeah, none of these movies have had the band body count in it. Talk shit! Talk shit! Get shot! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, first one wasn't huge either, was it? No. Not, not really. I mean, these were pretty aggressive, though, so... Anyway, number three! Matthew Lillard said it best. This is a love letter to Scream fans. The newest Scream installment rivals the original for best movie in the series. Super impressed. <laughs> I like that. I was. I don't know. I didn't read the rest of the review, but I was just like Matthew Lillard said it best, and I just thought it. You hit me with the phone, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was brought up in the stream too. Yeah. That's fucking funny. I totally forgot about that, dude. I'm such a dickhead. But uh, 
that was the one thing that kind of pissed me off, dude. I was hoping that Matthew Lillard would have been in there. Like, I know, but in it's some like, sort of way. I don't give a fuck how they did it, dude. I just wish he, he was needed in there. to be back. Oh, dude, I would have loved it. Um, anyway, I was that was one of the things I was like, eh, he's still alive. You could have used him somewhere, just as a fucking like fun thing. I'm bleeding. Oh, did, is he alive? No, I thought they shot him. Did they shoot him? He got stabbed. Remember. Oh, he ends up getting shot, yes. Yeah. But yeah, he got he got stabbed from though. He's like, I think you cut me too deep, man. Get woozy over here. <laughs> so fucking good. Um, the main character of Sam was a bit bland, but I loved the rest of the cast. A love letter to Wes Craven and the original Scream, and I enjoyed every second of it. Yes. So Sam was fine to me. She was whatever. Um, yeah. I kind of liked her struggle between like, yo, should I be a fucking serial killer or not kind of thing? Because uh-huh. that was kind of fun. Uh, the one character that actually, if we're being honest, wasn't that great to me was uh, the chick that they had as the lady killer. I wasn't a huge fan. She was mediocre, dude. She was, to me, I was like, if you're fighting her, just like, if you're fighting her off, I was like, wouldn't you notice it's like, well, this is a, a fighting a woman. Yeah. Well, No. Okay, never mind. Well, like, <laughs> I was about to go there. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like saying like, well, the, I'm a, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay, well, so. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Um, maybe they switched off to be like, yo, go kill, like the guy killed the guy and the girls killed the girl, you know? Maybe. That's what I'm thinking because like. So, one thing, like you're saying though, that I, uh, I have gripes about, right, mm-hmm. is uh, at the end. When they're, like, confessing to doing everything right, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, Cox, her, she was pissed about Dewey, right? And she's like, yeah, I fucking gutted him or whatever. You should, like, you should have heard his scream or whatever. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, that was you in that outfit? Yeah. He would have fucked you up. Like, plus she got hit in the chest how many times with bullets? Yeah, six times. That would, dude, even if you're wearing a vest, you're you're fucked. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) That's literally what I was thinking, though. I'm like... And then he, he also pretty much, like, or she pretty much, like, lifted him up yeah. when she stabbed him in the front and the back. So I was like, maybe she was just, like, lying. I don't know. I don't really know how it is, but that's I wanna, what I was thinking. She could be because, like, we were, the audience was the only one there, so they didn't see it. Yeah. So it could have been, like, different. Agreed. Something. I don't but know. that made me mad when dude was like, we gotta shoot him in the head. And I'm, if I was in the elevator, I'd be like, shoot her from here! We're like, bullets <laughs> travel far! Dude. Don't walk up to him point blank. Yeah, you never do that. Come on. Yeah. And even if you do, don't just sit there just like no. go blast him right Yeah, quick. like I don't know how far like yeah, I'm a good like six feet away, so you have to get up and do something. So I'd be like, alright. It's or almost like him. it had to happen though, because of the fucking Or shoot him in the legs. Yeah. <laughs> something, dude. Just be like even can't if, run after you. Yeah, like if they're lying there, I'm be like, alright, pop in the leg and be like, now we'll just find this put the person with the limp. Yeah, plus he had fucking six more shots right there. You know? Yeah. Like, he could have popped a few wherever he needed to. That's what I was, yeah. Finally got the limp now. Because I just shot somebody in the leg. Yeah, fuckers. And they got away, so. Anyway, so. they didn't need to do that, but. Yeah. I get it. Maybe they just needed it as like that. Oh, trauma. Anyway. Number four. Oh, sorry. Number five. I also like the Babadook. <laughs> I thought that was fucking funny. That's an ongoing joke in the movie. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you've seen it. And the fact that the girl's like, no, I like horror movies like The Babadook. Oh, like the, the, the smart ones? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't even remember how she referred to them. They're like, oh, yeah, they're the, uh, what what are they, modern horror. I don't know yeah, what the fuck she like called that. it. She, she named like It Follows and The Witch and all that other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny. 
If I was on that phone, you pretentious bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die just because I don't like your movie taste. <laughs> no, I don't mind that. They're, they're, pretty, they're all right movies, but still. No, yeah. Don't be fucking pretentious about Those that. are fucking mediocre. You ever seen that movie Stab? So fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Anyway, that's that was just my thoughts on that. Yeah, this is, that was my, the holes I poked. I'm just like, oh. You'd, like, if I was fighting off the killer and then be like, wait, she's you're like 5'5". Five, five. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, I, I did like the uh, dialogue, though. I loved how they were just like... honor. I was like, ooh! That. That's loved, what makes me think it's the boy. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, sorry, what? There's that. And then I just loved how during the reveal and they're like, it's the fans who deserve it. Who deserve mm-hmm. a better sequel than the, what they got ten years ago or whatever. Yeah. And shit like that. So it's literally like calling itself out, which is pretty much fun. It's fun. It's fun. I like it lots. <laughs> I like Ghostface. But you know what Ghostface doesn't like is audience negative reviews. True. Audience negative reviews. Uh, one of the most cliche, drawn out movies I've ever seen. If you love pointless monologues and seeing the same jump scares six times, then this is the movie for you. The plot attempts to be meta and. Like like all its predecessors, and it fails miserably by being the very thing it calls out. The movie, the movie telling the audience it's a dumpster fire doesn't make it better. It just makes it self aware. Which is fine, but that's the thing is you have to poke fun at your own shit, right? Yeah. Like obviously, uh, let's take Deadpool for example, right? Mm-hmm. He pokes fun at fucking his old Deadpool character and Green Lantern because they both fucking sucked. But then Deadpool was tight. Yeah. So. Being self-aware is uh, knowing that you can improve. Improve upon your what what they did. Yeah, bitch. Idiot. Uh, this film was so horrible. The acting, the terrible one-liners. Uh, I don't know they got the all, the all clear for this. Uh, was the moral of the story that fandom is toxic or not to mess with the daughter of a serial killer? That, I honestly like that part. Yeah. At the end, the chick who's like... Don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer or something like that. And then I, she just starts I, fucking stabbing him. I was I, like, yes. Yeah, and I was just like, she's got the bloodlust. Yeah. <laughs> we were both <laughs> thinking everyone. the same thing. I was like, fuck. It was on. That part was actually fucking cool. And then she fucking wipes the blade off like yeah. he does. Ooh, that's fucking tight. I love that. Which is fucking. I was all about that. The thing that kind of was another hole, I guess I poked, uh-huh. was he. So she was the daughter of the serial killer, but she was born after he had already died, right? Yeah. So she's seeing visions of her dead fucking dad, but she had never met him. Yeah. No, well... Right? Well, she she would have have to seen, like, photos and stuff, because since they're from there, they knew about what happened, so they might have seen... Or maybe even watch Stab and yeah. be like, oh, fuck, that that was my dad. But that's what I'm saying. It's like she's seeing the actual dude yeah. from well, the as, first ass. How he, he was, looked. Yeah, yeah, how he looked when he was dying and shit. So uh-huh. I'm like, uh, how's that work? I don't know. But again, I don't really care. Yeah. But it was just, I thought it was fucking Sounds like, yeah, ooh, it was like the digital work and this is not bad. Yeah. Because Skeet Ulrich, isn't it? Motherfucker yeah. old. Yeah, he old. <laughs> I watched Riverdale. Yeah, I said I watched Riverdale and he old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. All right. Um, number three, being such a huge fan of the Scream movies, it sucks to say that this sort of revival was pretty, what with pretty good ideas, unfortunately falls flat on its face. No, I think it was good. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good callback. It was what actual, actual. I'm calling myself an actual Scream fan. Actual Scream fans fucking wanted. Yeah, I think even, they even mentioned like the requel. 
Yeah. And how, like, well, it's just, like, an old thing they needed to do, but bringing new characters in. And also bringing in the legacy characters. So the old fans have something they get, or get something they want. Yep. And shit like that. It's almost like Star Wars, right? Come on. Yeah. You bring in the old characters, people happy. Anyway. It's like everything. We liked it. Uh, the writers did not understand the franchise and what they were to ask what and what they were tasked to do. It misses the mark in all categories. It's almost like it's almost a self parody. It's exactly what it is, but it's That's exactly what Scream was. Yeah. <laughs> That's just it. Oh uh, the worst one of the franchise. Ooh. Fuck you. I'm a huge Scream fan and I was looking forward to this movie for over a year. It was extreme extremely extremely, extremely? disappointing. <laughs> Uh, dude, you just fucking spout puns without even knowing, oh, no. baby. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say like it lived up to the hype for me. I want to know when this guy was born, where yeah. this person was born, because to say that you were waiting for only a year, boy, we've been waiting for a scream movie for a long time. Yeah, so fuck yourself. Just because you found out they were making one a year ago, doesn't make you any cooler. Fuck you. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> like I was surprised how much I did like this movie. Same. Considering it come it came out in January. Yep. And I didn't like when I first saw the trailer I didn't think like I was like, Oh well we'll see. Yeah, I just like like when I saw the trailer I was like, Oh fuck, dude because I saw all the old cast, I was like, It's gotta be good. Yeah. It has to be good. I had my um my my thoughts about it. Your doubts? Yeah, my doubt mm-hmm. da- there you go, my doubts. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, hopefully and then I went in there and I was like, Holy fuck, this is fun. Yeah, it's tight. I really liked that fucking um like Dewey, it's an honor. I just oh, loved yeah. that. I was like, fuck, dude, like this guy's amped to be killing one of the OGs. Oh yeah. Like Oh, that's so good. It was an honor, yeah. I, I just like yeah, I like the fact that they were obviously this is to make a new movie, right? This mm-hmm. is the movie that the fans wanted. So they're like, Ooh, I get to kill this dude. I'm like, Okay, you fucking crazy bitch, but I'm about it. Yeah. <laughs> We're, before we recorded, you were saying how did you how did you figure out who the killers were? Okay, so a couple of different things. Um, so first of all, was the um, overprotective friend right? Mm-hmm. She didn't want anybody else to be left in the room with her, or whatever the yeah, case the may be. She's looking at everyone. Yep, exactly. So she was uh, she's very overprotective, and you're like, eh, she's kind of she's kind of got that feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that the screen movies are known for is pointing you in one direction, and having something else opposite of that the fucking red, happen. The red herring. The red herring. Thank you, sir. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this one, in my first thoughts, I was like, well, in every other movie, they do that intentionally to make you think it's somebody else, right? Yeah. I was like, in this one, I, I was like, what if they literally just point you directly to them? Like, make you think it's them because it is them, yeah. you know? Um, so that's where I got it with the girl. And also, in the hospital, actually, when Dewey is dying... They made it a point to show the voice changer. Mm. And I was like, I, the first thing I did right as I saw that, leaned over to Taylor. I was like, guaranteed one of them's a girl. And this is this is with them giving it away, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my first suspect was the, the best friend, Amber, was yeah. her name. Um, that's what gave her away for me. So the boyfriend, um, the thing that gave it away for us was... In the hospital, when you first meet Sydney, or when they first meet Sydney, he yeah. gives like a fucking a smile, like he he he's like, oh fuck, like I know who this is. He's fangirling as fuck when yeah. she's walking up. You don't really notice it all that much because you're probably paying attention to Sam's face. But uh, we noticed that when he she was walking up, he was like fangirling, 
And then at the house that they go to the party at, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, they're at the house, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I knew it automatically. And then he's I, just driving there. And I'm like. I did that same thing where they're like, they they stop moving. And then I, like they showed the map. And then it was at the end of a lane. And I it was all quiet. And all you hear is me like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I know where they're at. Like, you know, I know where they're going. Because even um, I seen it with Javier. And then he turned to me. Where they're watching the movie, and he's like, is that the same living room? And I was like, it's the same setup, but I don't know if it's the same house. Yeah. And it was in the trailer. Yeah, it literally was. <laughs> but um, but it is that same setup, though, yeah. like you're saying. Um, So when they walk into that party initially, though, and I was telling you this, I don't know if they did it intentionally, which I, I think they did because of how it was done. Uh-huh. As they're walking into the party, the whole party is dark. But standing in the doorway, you have Sam and her sister... And both of them are in, like, that dark light. Yeah. But there's, like, a spotlight on the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking pointing him out, like, saying, hey, I'm the fucking guy. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, just from the videography in that scene, I was like, oh, this guy's the fucking killer. So, that's where I got that one. Yeah. What about you? You said you noticed also. I noticed, um, when I seen the trailer for the first time, when Dewey was talking to the boyfriend, I was like, yeah, that's probably him. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I thought. Like I didn't I didn't tell anyone my thoughts. I just thought it my thought in my head, like it's probably him. And then for the um, the friend, it was at another time they're in the hospital and her shirt is opened a little bit and there was like a bruise on her chest. Okay. And then I seen that and then like she started talking but then she like kinda like crossed her arms and covered her chest and I was like, Yeah, it's probably her. Yeah. Which I didn't notice that, so I think it's kinda cool that we noticed different, different things. Yeah. But it's like still it was there. Then the, the or also, what was it? Um, that also the thing with the whole smiling thing, right? So I didn't really notice the boyfriend smiling as Sydney was walking up. Taylor was the one who pointed that out. Mm-hmm. But me, the reason I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, right? Because he claimed to have not seen the stab movies or oh, whatever, yeah. right? But then he's like fangirling over this girl. I'm like, hmm, suspicious okay. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just kind of where I was. Um, yeah, so we knew. We knew, he knew, she knew. <laughs> who knew? We did. Isn't there a cookie called Who Knew? Is there? I have no idea. I think so. Something like that. Anyway, guys. Um, yeah, so we both obviously recommend this movie. We're both happy with it. And uh, we're going to make you happy right now with some fun facts with James. <laughs> And now, fun facts with James. That's me. Ooh, it's been a while. (laughs) David Arquette, who was a certified Bob Ross painting instructor, taught several of the cast members how to paint like the legendary artist during filming breaks. Oh, what the fuck? I know, right? That is fun. (laughs) Uh, While watching him, uh, while Richie is watching YouTube, while Richie is watching a YouTube video about Stab A, there's a thumbnail recommendations to the side of it. With an interview with Woodsboro survivor Kirby Breed. Oh shit, I didn't even notice I that. I didn't either. It's blinking, you'll miss it. At the end of the f- <laughs> at the end of the film, when the title card appears that reads for Wes, in uh, in memory of the original director of the franchise, Wes, Wes Craven, you could hear birds chirping. This is due to the fact that in his free time, Craven was an avid bird watcher and enthusiast. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. Which, uh, you know what? For whatever reason, it didn't even fucking cross my mind, the four West. I was like... I was like, <laughs> I was literally sitting there for a second. I'm like, who the fuck is West, dude? I was like, who died during this movie? <laughs> Such a dumbass. But anyway, yes, um, West Craven. Gil said that out loud, but he was just joking. 
Because it said four West. He's like, who's West? Like, as loud as he could. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe we'll just start laughing. Some guy. <laughs> this is the first Scream movie not to be directed by Wes Craven, for obvious reasons, who passed away in August of 2015 from cancer. The film is dedicated to him, as, and one of the characters is actually named Wes. Yeah. That's what. That's where I was confused, is because yeah. I was like, the character? I was just like, what the fuck? He just died in the movie, dude. <laughs> Anyway, that's funny. Yeah, me and Javier noticed that right away because he was like, Wes. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> um, Mason Gooding wrote an essay about the first Scream, 1996, while a student at NYU. He told the directors of the new Scream 2022 about his essay during his audition, and they asked if they could read it. Mason was later cast in the new Scream movie. Oh, fuck yeah. That's cool. He looks like fucking Freddie Prince Jr. Right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, like all... Previous four Scream films, Roger L. Jackson actually is actually on the phone with the characters as Ghostface. The fucking dude, I knew it was the same voice. I, I knew it. <laughs> I love uh, the opening scene of the first Scream is just so good, where he's just like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. He's like, why do you want to know? He's like, so I want to know who I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm like, oh fucking. Dude, his voice is voice. fucking gnarly. Which actually, his voice would be a great fucking Joker voice. Yeah. I I was always thinking that. I'm like, yo, it's fucking solid. Anyway, fun fact. Inside the fun facts, Funception, <laughs> he's also the voice of Mojo Jojo and Powerpuff Girls. That's right, that's right. You told me that, and I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> when, Scream 5 is, uh, when Scream 5 is released on January 14th, it, has, it will have been 25 years and 25 days since the original film, which came out on December 20th, 1996. Fuck. So they did it the same way that fucking It did. 30 years. 27, 27. Yeah, 27 years. Every 27 years, it feasts. So they made the new movie 27 years later. You think they're going to do another Jeepers Creepers 23 years from now? From now? Isn't yeah. there one coming out this year? Yeah, but... They might. But it's not 23 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That'd be kind of fun if they did. Hopefully we'll be alive to see it, beef. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll still be right potatoes, dude. Right. Oh, Podcast is old-ass men, dude. <laughs> no, so whatever, dog. I'm with it. Uh, Spyglass Media Group has secured the rights from Fun World to use the original Ghostface mask for Scream 5. Fuck. That's tight. Yeah. Which the OG is the best anyway. It so. is. Well, here, did you watch the um, the MTV Scream? Never. I don't know. Taylor did. Did she? Yeah. She I think said, I seen the mask and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. She was just like, eh. The, she said the show was kind of whatever. Yeah. But the mask obvi- obviously cool. it's not as good as the fucking yeah, OG movie. I just like the fact that, like, now that we're just... Movies look so much better now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, everything just looks so crisp. So when you see the fucking suit, I'm like, God, it's so good. Anyway, sorry. Well, when you see just the, um... How the, crisp it, the, How crisp the ghost face is, The dude. glitter in his, uh... His, yeah, his fucking outfit, costume. Black, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I see that. Hella glittery, dude. Yeah. Uh, Sydney's line in the film, I'm Sydney Prescott, of course I have a gun, was Nev Campbell's idea to include. I like that. And then she fucking missed the chick, though. I was like, you have a gun and you missed her three times. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, I thought she'd be sharpshooter. Come on, bitch. Right? Uh, the fact that Dewey never mentioned his sister Tatum or her death was an oft-criticized aspect in the prior sequels, making it seem like she had been forgotten. Here, we see he still keeps her ashes on a mantle. Yep. That's fucking... That's rough. Yeah. I like it, though. Maybe there's a reason why he doesn't mention her. True. It's tough. Uh, although Patrick Dempsey doesn't appear in the film, he, we finally learn what happened to his Scream 3 character, Mark Kincaid, after Scream 4 rendered him as a sequel non-entity. Turns out Sid and Mark got married and had kids. Oh. 
Yeah, I didn't put that together. It's fine. Yeah, uh, during, in the movie, there's when Dewey calls her. He's like, so how's Mark or whatever? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, I don't know who the fuck that is. But. <laughs> uh, David Arquette said he was excited to regrow his now famous mustache for the role as Dewey Riley. So good. <laughs> he's so gross looking. Yeah, he just like doesn't give a fuck. It's so sad for him. He's oh. the embodiment of a fucking cop, dude. Yeah. So tight. That, yeah, that, that, made, that bummed me out when you were just like, oh, you retired? He's like, yeah, when they asked me to. Fuck, like, oh. dude. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts a little bit. Uh, Melissa Barrera, after filming her first scene with Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox, was emotional after being checked in on by Campbell. Was very happy. She was very happy to be working on this iconic franchise with the stars of the series. Fuck. I'd be too. Yeah, dude, that would make me fucking... I don't know. I'd be like, yo, what's up, baby? <laughs> check up on me. <laughs> Go check up on me in my, uh, <laughs> my changing room. <laughs> Nev Campbell was initially hesitant to return to the franchise, especially with a new screen film that didn't feature Wes Craven as director. Who would have, um, who would be unable to give Campbell and the crew of directors his blessing due to his death? Uh, what changed her mind was a letter sent to her by Matt Bettinelli, there we go, sorry, <laughs> Bettinelli Olfen and Tyler Gillett, where they wrote about how much Wes Craven and his films meant to them as filmmakers. Fuck. Same. Yeah. Shouts out. Shouts out. The new cast, came, the new cast members have all stated that Radio Silence was extreme was extremely secretive about the true ending of the film during production to the point where none of the new cast members knew the final outcome as explained here it was likely due to avoid leaks that hap- that aff- uh, afflicted scream 2 which had to be almost entirely rewritten when a uh, extra leaked the script to the public fuck scream 2 was alright i don't remember a lot of it me neither but i remember i liked it <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> We'll have to rewatch them all. Let's yeah, re-watch them. let's do it. Uh, Bettelini, Olfen, and Gillett were big fans of Scream films long before landing the director's chairs of the film, citing Wes Craven and Scream as the reason they started making horror films. Uh, they were oh shit, they were badly they badly wanted to collaborate again with Samara Weaving after having worked with her on Ready or Not, but her schedule was made her unavailable. Oh, I didn't realize they did Ready or Not. Neither did I. Ready or Not's pretty good. Agreed. Uh, Sam's last name is Carpenter, a reference to director John Carpenter. Fuck. I noticed that right away. That's tight. Uh, Wes Craven's cameo in the original Scream was playing the school janitor named Fred, who wore the sweater inspired by Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. This Scream movie followed the tradition by showing a shot of a street sign that said Elm Street when panning through the town of Woodsboro. Elm Street was also the location of the Prescott House in the original. Which, I did see that. I noticed that they did that. It was like right in the beginning. Yeah. So, Fun! Uh, the new ensemble cast of characters' connections to legacy characters are as follows. Samantha Carpenter and her Ill- is the Ill- illegitimate daughter of Billy Loomis. Wes is the son of 2011 Ghostface survivor Judy Hicks. Chad and Mindy are the nephew and niece of the late Randy Meeks. <laughs> Vince Schneider is the nephew of Stu... Is it Mo- Mocker? Stu Mocker. And Amber Friedman lives in the Mocker house on Turner Lane. The only Woodsboro... High teenager, teenage character in the film not to have a connection to the on-screen legacy characters is Liv McKenzie, although her surname seems to be the reference to Casey Beckert's unseen neighbors in the original film. Huh. The McKenzies. The McKenzie, fool. Yeah. Uh, there's a video title reference to Kirby Reed, Hayden Panettiere, surviving during the scene where Richie 
is on his laptop watching YouTube. Kirby Reed is a character from Scream 4, if you didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, th- I vaguely remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Vaguely. Once. Very vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Sam and Tara's last name is Carpenter, which is a most likely homage to Halloween director John Carpenter. When it's revealed that Sam is the daughter of Billy Loomis, her name becomes Sam Loomis, the character Donald Pleasance plays in Halloween. Oh, fuck. Doctor Sam. I noticed that, but I didn't say it out loud because it was a lot of words for me to be saying in the middle yeah. of the movie. <laughs> Uh, when discussing the attacks being on people related to the original killers, Richie wonders if it's true uh, when they say... Scratch that. When discussing the attacks being on people related to the original killers, Richie wonders if that's true when... when If that's true, then why was Vince killed? Despite the news not releasing his name, hinting that he was the killer. Yeah. I didn't notice that right away. I... So I, when he asked that question, though, I was like, huh, why didn't anybody else think of that, buddy? Huh? I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Why were they killed? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Huh? Sam and Tara are five five years apart in age. It is uh, explicitly said that their parents split when Sam was 13 and Tara was eight. However, at the end of the movie, the reporter claims that 25 years almost to the day have passed since the events of the original film. Meaning that, since, meaning that, since Sam is Billy's biological daughter, she couldn't have been younger than 24, making Tara 19, despite her and her friend group still being in high school. Correct. I, I was, I, that's what I was saying. I was like, there's different shit about that whole age gap thing, because if he was dead and his girlfriend at the time was pregnant with her, then she, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's okay, though. Whatever. Yeah. Liv is accused of being the serial killer after she comes back to the house... With Chad's blood on her hands after trying to help him. This is similar to when Cotton is assumed by Gail to be the killer when Cotton tried to help Dewey and got Dewey's blood on his hands. In both cases, they were innocent. True that. I did notice that too. That's a fun little nod. I did not thought. I was like, oh, she might be. No, I, <laughs> I didn't think so because she was acting too fucking crazy. Like, actual, like, crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, she ain't. She ain't <laughs> the killer. And here's a long one. Uh, while Dewey's death is incredibly heartbreaking and gra- gasp-worthy, his demise makes sense in the grand scheme of the Scream's plot. The killers Amber and Richie are obsessed with making a requel, a cross between a sequel and a reboot. And the only way they thought they could do that was do that origin- originally was to ensure the return of the legacy characters, Dewey, Sidney Prescott, and Gail Weathers. Amber and Richie wanted their requel and its rules to be taken seriously, and they succeeded by killing off one of the Scream franchise's most beloved characters, stabbing Dewey to death ahead of the final showdown with the char- with the kill- with the killers raised the stakes in the- of the movie and gave it a good emotional gut punch to the other deaths the- that the other deaths simply didn't have. Dewey also uh, Dewey is also one of the legacy characters in Scream who had fallen on harder times. Sydney had a family and Gail was flourishing as a- flourishing as a journalist. One of the legacy characters had to die. Dewey's arc made him the most likely choice. His good-natured spirit and need to help and protect the people also made his death effective. The fact that Dewey was a survive, survived this long was one of the three characters to appear in all the Scream movies is impressive considering that all he's, all he's been through, through over the years. He's been shot, attacked in every single Scream film, stabbed nine times, suffered nerve damage, and had a limp because of his run-ins with various versions of Ghostface. What's more, Dewey was originally written to die at the end of the first Scream uh, after being stabbed in the back by Ghostface. In many ways, he was always destined to meet his demise, even if it came four movies later. He lost a lot over the decades, but he went out a hero 
in a bit to take out Ghostface permanently. He never got his closure. But Dewey's death is the least inspired Gale to stop giving a voice to the Woodsboro killers and turn his her attention to the story about a good man instead. So good. Yeah. That ending was fucking... I was like, oh, fuck! Like, don't do it! Don't do it, Gale! Yeah, him, <laughs> it was tough watching him get got. Yeah. I was fucking bummed about it, too. But mm-hmm. I was like, I knew I knew they were going to do it, though. It had to happen. It, it, it had somebody. to. So, because you already knew fucking Sydney wasn't going to die. Yeah. Gail, somehow she never dies. <laughs> I know she got shot in the belly. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. <laughs> She's just always doing fucking something. Yeah. Um... I do like the fact, though, that when Sydney and Gail are walking up to the house, the girl comes out, yeah. and she's, like, acting hurt, and they, like, look at each so other. What do you like, think? Well, yeah, what do you think? Nah, can't be dope. Yeah, and then she oh, just starts fucking, fucking yeah. shooting at him. That was good. It was a good movie, guys. Yeah. We like it. I like it. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad it held the expectations I wanted it to be. Yeah. Same. Because... I had very, very high hopes for it, and I'd, it didn't let me down. So. I'm glad it wasn't The Matrix uh, Resurrections. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like I said, I watched like the first fucking ten minutes of that, and I was already fucking bored. I like, watched no joke. all of it, and I was like, yo, this movie is boring as fuck. <laughs> and I'm sad. I'm mad I paid money. I, I'm dumb, and I paid money to see it, because I wanted to see it in theaters, because I'm that kind of guy. It's eat, okay, though, eat dude. shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's my money. I do you it guys, all You it. guys owe me fucking $13, yeah. right? <laughs> I want my money back because was, I was bored as fuck. Yeah, I get that, dude. All right, guys. Well, that's uh, the episode. So be sure you are following us over on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes. And you can follow us on our personals over at xchief underscore beefx and comic x steve. Later. Later. This has been a Ripe Potatoes production. Mm-hmm.